0: listening audience we are honored that you have welcomed us in your homes for the hour of excellence the theme is it's about our children children are cheerful happy intelligent lovable dynamic respectful energetic and nice Children are a gift from the Lord. They are His reward. Thank you for loving and praying for our children. Please enjoy the following presentation. According to
1: National Geographic Kids, the springtime celebration of Easter is a Christian tradition marking the day Jesus Christ is said to have come back to life. The day is a celebration of Christianity, but it's also a celebration of new beginnings and the changing seasons. In 2023, Easter is celebrated on Sunday, April 9th. On Easter Sunday, people attend church services where they sing and pray. It's a day for some fun family activities, too like decorating hard-boiled eggs and searching for the hidden treats around the house or yard. The White House has an egg-rolling competition. Some kids also receive baskets filled with goodies, and many families have big feasts. The Jewish holiday of Passover is celebrated for seven or eight days, depending on the branch of Judaism, the person practices. Passover is a time to reflect on the Hebrew people's freedom from slavery in ancient Egypt. The enslaved people were believed to have been led to freedom by a religious leader named Moses. In 2023, Passover begins the evening of April 5th. And ends the evening of April 13th. And now please listen to Bad Habit Rabbit. Now I am excited to read Bad Habit Rabbit by Carly Valentine. Did you ever wonder how an Easter bunny is chosen to hold that legendary title? Well... It all starts out at Bunny Hospital where promising bunnies are hand-picked by the Easter bunny pickers. How do they pick the promising candidates, you ask? They have a checklist of things they look for with each rabbit that is born. But that is a story for another time. Today, I am going to focus on a special little rabbit named Fluffy Bum. Fluffy Bum was hand-selected as a baby bunny by the Easter Bunny Pickers as a choice Easter Bunny candidate. His name described him perfectly. All the other little bunnies were very jealous of his perfect Fluffy Bum over time fluffy bum grew up and was one day ready to head to the official easter bunny academy his first year was off to a great start he started out with perfect grades in many subjects egg hiding 101 hop away and hide quiet on delivery and basket decorating he even got extra points for the appear fluffy and cute class, which he mastered. However, there was one little problem. It all started one regretful evening when Fluffy Bum got a taste for the chocolate he was putting in the different eggs. Mmm milk chocolate white chocolate cream even some rare eggs with the delightful gooey candy yolks in the center so delicious he couldn't get enough of it he was continuously caught putting candies in easter eggs that had little fluffy bomb bites taken out of them <laughs> According to the EBP, this wasn't just a little problem. It was actually a very serious problem. Fluffy Bum wouldn't be able to advance to the final grade in the official Easter Bunny Academy until he had gotten rid of this terrible habit. The other bunnies took notice that he was struggling with this habit and started to poke fun at him. Very mean of them, I know, but they were still very jealous of his perfectly fluffy bum. Some of them would point and laugh and tease him. This really hurt fluffy bum's feelings. He needed to find a solution to end His terrible habit once and for all. He decided he needed to visit his great, great grand bunny, Floppy Ears, (laughs) to get some advice. Floppy Ears was the oldest and wisest bunny in the town. And also happened to be the most famous Easter bunny the Academy had ever had. So off he hopped, hop, 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 in hopes of solving his bunny woes. Fluffy Bum arrived at his great, great, grand bunny's house and hopped over to him. Floppy ears welcomed Fluffy Bum onto his lap. What is wrong, little Fluff Bum? Tears started to well up in Fluffy Bum's eyes. I have a terrible habit and I'm not sure what to do. I can't stop tasting the chocolates before I put them in the children's Easter eggs. I won't ever be able to become an official Easter bunny like you unless I can defeat this terrible habit of mine.
2: Well, Fluffy Bomb, this is a problem for sure, but I will help you overcome this issue. I am glad you recognized you had a problem and came to me to ask for help. You see, nobody is automatically just good at everything. We all have different things we struggle with, Fluff Bomb, and it sounds like your biggest struggle is temptation. When I was a little bunny, I had a very hard time passing my hop away in high class. You see, my most famous trait, my perfectly fluffy ears, had created a perfectly annoying problem. Whenever I would try to quietly leave, my floppy ears would get caught up and stuck somewhere. I tripped over them. A time or two, and tumble more times than I could count.
1: Really, great-great-grand bunny? Fluffy Bum asked. I had no idea that you struggled with anything. You were the best Easter Bunny our town had ever seen.
2: Uh, Of course I did, little Fluff Bum. Nobody is perfect, and everyone has something that they struggle with. The important thing is that I found a solution to my problem. How did you fix it, Grand Bunny? Well, I tried many different solutions, but the one that finally worked was to tie my flop ears back with carrot stems. So they were out of the way, and I couldn't get tripped up
1: by them. Oh wow, can you help me beat my habit too?
2: Of course I can. Let's think about how to solve this little problem you have. Wow, the chocolate's so hard to resist.
1: The chocolate smells so wonderful. I catch a whiff of them blowing in the breeze and my nose starts sniffing and my whiskers start twitching And it's all downhill from there.
2: I see. That is quite the challenge. Uh, To solve my problem, I tied my ears up and back with carrot stems. Can you think of something similar you could do to keep yourself from smelling the yummy chocolates?
1: Hmm. Fluffy Bum pondered. I've got it. What if I plug my nose?
2: That is a great idea. I think I know just a place to get a nose plug or two.
1: Off they hopped to a house that was close by with a clothesline drying fresh laundry in the breeze. Nearby in the fresh grass sat a little basket of extra clothespins. Fluffy Bum hopped over in delight and plugged his nose with one of the clothes pins to test it out. This will work perfectly, he said. Wait, said his grand bunny. You have figured out
2: one step in fighting your habit, but I have another piece of advice for you. When you struggle with temptation, And want something really bad, it helps to replace a bad habit with a good one. Why do you want to be an official Easter bunny? Think hard about this.
1: Floppy Ears said, I want to be an Easter bunny so I can bring a smile to all the kids' faces. Fluffy Bum replied, That's
2: great. It's a wonderful feeling to make others happy, and that's what I love too. So how can we replace your bad habit with a good one?
1: Hmm. They both thought for a bit. I know, Grand Bunny. Instead of having a bite of chocolate, I can focus on putting an extra little gift inside their egg like a sticker or a fun toy. That's It. You have discovered another step to help you beat your habit.
2: I think there is just one more step to come up with to help you combat your problem and set yourself up for Easter Bunny success.
1: What else do I need to do?
2: It would be a good idea to fill your tummy up with something delicious before you deliver the Easter eggs. Can you think of another food you really like that would help you be full ahead of time
1: so you aren't tempted by the chocolate? Grand, Grand Bunny asked. I know I love carrots, said Fluffy Bum. Yes.
2: Yes, that is perfect. So before filling the eggs and delivering them, come to my garden and gobble up as many carrots as you can so your belly
1: is full and you won't be so tempted. Okay, I can do that for sure, Fluffy Bunny replied, licking his little bunny lips as he thought about the yummy carrots. Okay, you are all set now. You have
2: figured out a plan. I know you can do this. Tomorrow before heading to the academy, make sure to complete all three of these steps. I know you will pass your final exam and become an even better Isabani
1: than I was. Thank you so much for your help, said Fluffy Bum, while hugging his great-great-grandbunny he hopped off towards his house to write all the steps down so he would be sure to remember them. The next day, Fluffy Bum took out the clothespin and pinched his nose with it. He grabbed his bag of stickers and toys and traveled to the carrot patch where he munched and munched and munched. When his tummy was satisfied, he bounded off to school feeling proud and ready to pass his final exam. During his test, the EBP was blown away by Fluffy Bum's accomplishments. Not only was he able to complete each task, but he had also started a new tradition of adding little toys and stickers to the children's eggs. He passed his test and made Easter Bunny history with his new additions to the eggs. Fluffy bum and floppy ears had never been more proud. But just to be safe, make sure to leave some carrots out for him the night before Easter to help ensure that temptation is gone and your chocolates arrive uneaten and in one place. Oh, and in one piece. (laughs) Thank you for listening. That was Bad Habit Rabbit by Carly Valentine. Thank you again for listening. There are a lot of Easter symbols. Easter eggs and baby chicks. Eggs and chicks symbolize new life. Eggs have been a symbol of spring since ancient times. An egg is also a symbol of the rock tomb out of which Christ emerged when he arose again. The chick hatching out of the egg symbolizes new life or rebirth. Easter Bunny The rabbit or hare was a symbol of abundant new life in ancient times. And reminds us of spring and new life another symbol easter lilies the white blossoms symbolize the purity of jesus lilies emerging from the earth in the spring also symbolize new life and the resurrection of christ all about easter lilies the lamb another symbol represents jesus the lamb of God the cross symbolizes Jesus's victory over death and another symbol palm branches represents when Jesus arrived in Jerusalem on the first Palm Sunday and people weighed palm branches welcoming him Easter hats and wearing new clothes for Easter symbolizes new life offered through the death and resurrection of Jesus. Another symbol of Easter, hot cross buns, have a cross of icing on the top to remind people of Christ. Candles symbolize Jesus, the light of the world. Pretzels A food eaten during Lent, the twisted shape symbolizes arms crossed in prayer. Easter flowers, daffodils, and tulips bloom in the spring and symbolize spring and new life. Baby animals born in the spring also represent spring and new life. And last, the butterfly is one of the significant symbols of Easter. Its whole life cycle is meant to symbolize the life of Jesus Christ. The first stage is the caterpillar, which stands for his life on earth. Second phase begins from the cocoon stage, portraying the crucifixion and burial of Jesus. The third and final stage is the butterfly, representing his raising from the dead in a glorified body and peace. Now let's listen to another story Leprechaun vs. Easter Bunny by Todd Tarpley, illustrated by Stephanie. The berries high on the hill where the clover is green and rainbows are brighter than you've ever seen, a wee little leprechaun popped up his head. Tis the spot I shall bury by treasure, he said. Now, hold on there, Buster, a brown bunny shouted. You're digging where all of my tulips have sprouted. It's the perfect location for hiding my eggs, so get off my lawn with your scrawny green legs. The leprechaun bellowed, "You're in for the fight. You'll pick the wrong guy, and guess what?" He was right. He sprinkled some shiny gold coins on the ground, then hid near a tree till the bunny came round. Gold, cried the bunny, but when he bent over, the leprechaun pushed him face down in the clover. (laughs) The bunny got up and boy was he mad, mad. He stumped, and he scowled, and he growled, and I might add. You think you're so smart. You tricked me, it's true, but I can be ten times as tricky as you. A bunny like me, we hide things in the lawn, like this gadget I like to call Leprechaun Gone. Now, can leprechauns fly? I really can't say, but the leprechaun flew quite a distance that day. And when he returned, he was tired and sore, but the bunny just laughed. (laughs) Oh, you're back for some more? The leprechaun strewed Easter baskets all over. The bunny hid the leprechaun's pants in the clover. They fought all that morning and all that afternoon. They fought all night long neath the light of the moon. Then, over the hill to their great surprise... Flew a giant round baby with chubby pink thighs. Sorry to move all those things in my way, but I'm getting ready for Valentine's Day. The leprechaun frowned. Mm. That was three weeks ago. Cupid hooked. I'm planning for next year, you know. Now listen here, Easter's just one month away. Easter, we're not done with St. Patrick's Day. And they might have kept yelling until they turned blue, but they got an idea, a naughty one too. We'll help you, they said as they slowly crept near We'll do all the work. You stand right over here. And with that, the poor tot was launched into the sky. The nerve of that baby, they chuckled. (laughs) Bye-bye. Now, you know it's wrong to do that to a baby. Mm -hmm. Could they have handled it differently? Maybe. But you'll never believe how this strange story ends. The bunny and leprechaun finally were friends. Well, sort of. The end. (laughs) That was the end of Leprechaun versus Easter Bunny. And now let's listen to Easter Song Dance and Freeze.
3: Two big ears I can flip flop A fluffy tail I can shake and bop Twisting hips that move to the beat Everybody do the Easter Bunny dance and freeze Flop my ears, flop my ears, flop my ears to the beat Everybody do the Easter Bunny dance and freeze Shake my tail, shake my tail, shake my tail to the beat. Everybody do the Easter Bunny dance and freeze. Do the hop, do the hop, do the hop, to the beat. Everybody do the Easter Bunny dance and freeze. It's springtime, pretty flowers grow. Springtime. The sunshine glows, springtime, lots of birds and bees. Do the Easter Bunny, dance and freeze. Flop my ears, flop my ears, flop my ears to the beat. Everybody do the Easter Bunny, dance and freeze. Shake my tail, shake my tail, shake my tail to the beat. Everybody do the Easter Bunny, dance and freeze. Do the hop, do the hop, do the hop, to the beat. Everybody do the Easter Bunny, dance and freeze. I've got two big ears, I can flip-flop. A fluffy tail, I can shake and bop. Twisting hips that move to the beat, everybody do the Easter Bunny, everybody do the Easter Bunny, dance and freeze.
0: Easter Monday, the pseudo-holiday for the black domestic worker. For residents of Washington, D.C., the annual White House Easter Egg Roll is a long-standing tradition that dates back to 1878. The Easter egg roll celebrates their Easter holiday with an Easter egg hunt on the White House lawn. However, at its inception, African-Americans were not permitted to participate. In 1891, the National Zoo instituted Easter Monday. On Easter Monday, Washington, D.C.'s African-American residents dressed up in their Easter finery and visited the National Zoo. There, they had their own Easter egg roll, a picnic, and visited zoo attractions. It was not until the 1950s that Blacks were officially invited to participate in the official White House Easter egg roll. Easter Monday is still celebrated at the National Zoo today. In the past, some residents have denounced the celebration. Feeling that it being held at the zoo was a sign of disrespect. While others feel as though the long standing tradition provided a day of celebration and fellowship. The Easter Monday celebration took place for decades before Blacks were officially invited to participate in the White House Easter Egg Roll, even though the White House Easter Egg Roll is now open to all DC. Residents, Easter Monday still draws large crowds to the National Zoo. It is now a multicultural celebration, celebrated by many Washington, D.C. natives. For 2023, Easter Monday will be celebrated on Monday, April 10th. Let's listen to The
4: Resurrection. Resurrection, victory and celebration, taken from Matthew 28, verses 1 to 10. Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the women. Don't be afraid, he said. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He has risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. Come. See where his body was lying. And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead and he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. And as they went... Jesus met them and greeted them and they ran to him, grasped his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee and they will see me there. He is not here, he is risen. You will find him in Galilee. On that third day, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James, their hearts heavy with grief and defeat, went to visit the last resting place of Jesus, a tomb sealed with a huge and immovable stone hewn out of rock, the final grim affirmation of his death, and as they thought, the end of the life and ministry of their saviour, teacher, friend, and the son of God. Also they thought, the quaking earth beneath their feet announced the earth-shattering news that they were about to hear by way of an angelic messenger whose very brilliance and majesty saw grown man faint with fear. He is not here. What could this frightful, beautiful being mean? Only two days before, they themselves had witnessed the whipping, the crucifying and the dying of their Lord and Saviour. He is risen. Could it be true? Didn't Jesus say that he would rise again? But his death, so brutal, so public and so final, seemed to defy the victory that he had prophesied of. Hadn't these women had their world turned upside down just two days prior? And now this twist, the tomb is empty. You will see him in Galilee. I think we could never imagine the heady mix of fear and exhilaration that hurried the feet of the Marys as they rushed to share the good news that defied the anguish and sorrow of Jesus' death. He had not left them after all. He was alive, they would see him again. Likewise, I think that the two Marys could never have imagined the throng of believers who would go on to join them in their exaltation. We who would read the stories, commit our hearts and lives and continue the great commission that Jesus left can join them and the disciples and every other follower of Jesus in the declaration that Jesus lives, he has triumphed and his love conquers all.
0: Thank you for listening. Happy Easter!